Hi and welcome to the Corporate Life Podcast. My name is Hina Siddiqui and I loved and hated my corporate jobs for years. This podcast is going to empower you to go high on your career without losing yourself. I invite you to join me each week as you will hear real cool stories of the real cool corporate people doing real things in the corporate world and their experiences and advice can change your story too. Hi this is Hina Siddiqui you are listening to the Corporate Life Podcast. We finish our school college university with a strong hope of attaining huge massive success in our careers. But when we are actually at it when we actually start working in our jobs and careers a majority of us seems to get lost along the way. What started as a strong passionate desire to make it big ends up leaving us frustrated and mediocre in our everyday work life and our career becomes only a way to earn a living that we don't feel really happy and proud about and why is that one of the key reasons is that we don't really take time to figure out what success really looks like to us what we really want out of our careers and jobs and what matters to us the most as success is something that everyone is after let's discuss corporate success and how you can define your own authentic version of success and achieve that Today I have Rhea Gonzalez to talk about this much sought after thing called success. Her work has been featured in the Feminine CEO podcast Uncommon Couch with Heart, Human Up and more. Her first book Successful as Fuck, a no bullshit tale of screwing up and succeeding anyway is available now on Amazon which you can go ahead and download. Beloved for her complete authenticity, raw honesty and lovable humor, Rhea dives deep into her traumatic past and turbulent healing process to prove that it's possible to hit rock bottom and come out stronger on the other side with your wit intact. Hmm, that's interesting. Her stories and introspections cut straight through and challenge everyone to redefine success with unapologetic authenticity. So now it's time to say hi to Ria. Hi Ria, welcome to the show. Hello, thank you so much for having me and thank you to your guests and audience for um being along for the ride. Thanks for being with us today. Ria, as I work with corporate people all the time and I notice that the definition of success is quite distorted for most of them. A majority is just imitating what others are doing and what's trending the most. This kind of success is more about proving to others or impressing other people with their big titles and high paychecks or for just keeping up with the kind of lifestyle that they have created around that rather than what fulfills them the best the most. What would you like to say about that? Well, I have a whole books worth of stuff to say about that. Um <laughs> because i that has really been um something that i personally have worked through but also how um i've seen around me um and that's what motivated me to dive into this topic and i think there's applications um all across the many corners of our life but mm-hmm. especially in career because in um i'm in the us and i think in many other cultures um and places too our career defines who we are yeah um at least our society and often our family and people we care about uh feel that way and so if you are not in a career or a position um or a place in your life that is deemed acceptable and deemed um ambitious enough 
then you're definitely looked down on, which causes us to put it up a lot of internal pressure based on this external expectation. Right. That's very true. And this is all about the impact of the society on us that, you know, keeps us in that mode of competition, comparison, and, you know, being in the race. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. You know, my, my journey. So the book is a, is a collection of stories. It's not Mm -hmm. my whole life. It's a collection of stories that um, I use to illustrate universal um, struggles and um, triumphs and topics that relate to this, um, you know, bigger struggle that we call success. And I call it a struggle because um, we don't really know what it is, right? I mean, it's yeah. definitely something that rules our every day and our every decision. I would say, especially in the corporate r- world, because um, you're at the whim of other people to define who you are if you are held by the standard of external validation. Mm, um, and so what I did was I took stories that I felt illustrated that from my life so that I could dive deep, Mm -hmm. really deep into those themes and stories to find ways that I've applied that or learned things Mm -hmm. and connect with other people, maybe not in the exact way, you know, maybe not everybody has experienced my exact story, but I do feel the emotion is universal. And so that, um, that, has you know has definitely been a journey and has connected me to a lot of people. Hmm, that's that's uh, interesting, and I'm going to talk a bit more about that uh, a little later. Before that, let me ask you this question: How do you define success? Everyone should define it differently. Yeah. Um. So, and for me, the way I define it right now may be different than the way I define it tomorrow. Yeah. Um. Or in the way I defined it five years ago. Um, I had an awakening in my corporate life um, in my late 20s, because up until that point, success had been about uh, my education and about achieving a specific title and working in a a specific type of um, business and leading a certain number of people. And I got there and I felt empty. Like I felt like this was what this was all about. And it was actually quite horrible for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and so for me in this day, uh, I, I just turned 44 last week mm-hmm. and success for me looks like honoring myself, my body, um, honoring my mental health, honoring what is most important in terms of priorities for me. Um, which I've neglected to do for most of my life. I've really allowed other people to um, drive the drive the ship of what success should be. And I call bullshit on that. And I'm not going to let that happen anymore. And so it's a daily reflection on what is important in this day for me. Am I being true to that priority, that importance, mm-hmm. um, whether it's big or small? And if I am leaning in that direction and doing my best, then I am successful today. Yeah, that that makes total sense. It's all about getting deeper into ourselves and then find out what our most important values are and how are we going to live those values in our day-to-day life. Yes. And understanding that success 
doesn't have to have this greater application um, in terms of huge milestones that are very mm. far away. Yeah. Um, success can be something very basic. Um, it can be very small because if we don't allow ourselves to have these quick wins and these small success, if we don't break it down for ourselves, it feels pointless. It adds to all of those things like imposter syndrome, like frustration, like mm-hmm. um, despair, yeah. Because it feels so far away. And when actuality, every day you're doing things that are getting you closer and closer to those big things mm. and those little things that you're doing are also successes. Yeah, absolutely. For long years, I believed that being money-minded was a bad thing. So I kept on avoiding money. In every job interview, I hesitated to negotiate salary and turn down every opportunity to make money. Even my coaching business functioned as a free service for a long time because the reason I got into coaching was to serve people. Then I started realizing the side effects of my wrong money mindset. Thanks to my coaches and mentors who set me up for money inflow while serving the world. Whatever career you are into, if your money mindset is distorted, you are going to struggle in your career. And the amazing fact is that you would not even realize that you are sabotaging your full potential because all this happens at the sub and unconscious level. Your money stories are deep rooted, particularly if you have seen a money deprived childhood. The solution is to identify your patterns and let them go as fast as you can because it's costing you your career. That's why the money mindset is a big part of all my coaching programs. Send me a quick mail to connect at authorhina.com to know more about my programs. Ria, I believe that it's almost impossible to reach this level of wisdom where you become the lighthouse to support and guide those who need it without a background of significant challenges and overcoming them. I'm sure you must have overcome such obstacles to be in this line of work. And you have, you know, shared a bit about that before. So would you like to talk a bit more about that? Of course, sure. Um, And I would say too, like I I took it down from my website, but for a while I had it very tongue-in-cheek saying unconventional success expert, you know, because uh, no one is an expert on that. And unless you, unless I say that I am the expert as of seeking this knowledge and am incorporating it into my life and daily, uh, you know, battling the the monster within that tells me that it's not true, you know, or whatever. But, um, you know, there's been many things, I think, um, especially when it comes to the professional side of my life mm-hmm. um, that I have struggled. Um, I uh, I had some tumultuous teen years. I ended up on my own very young um, and unprepared and unsupported. I got married when I was 19. I am miraculously still married to the same man almost 25 years later. And I really, really wanted to have a bachelor's degree, but I felt that it was impossible um, because I had kids right away. And so I actually have a 23-year-old and a 21-year-old and a and a 12, or excuse me, 13-year-old. Um, and so these things felt like choices that made my version of what I thought success impossible, even though they were good things, you know, like mm-hmm. I would never say like, oh, 
it's horrible that I have this daughter, you know, or whatever. Mm-hmm. She's wonderful. Yeah. But these other things were also very important to me. And um, I didn't have the maturity to balance that and to understand how to um, not be extreme, you know, like not chase my ambitions and not like neglect also these people that rely on me. I did end up getting my bachelor's degree. It actually took me 12 years to get my bachelor's degree. Um, I went one class at a time for many, many years. I never took a break. So I went four quarters a year. Then uh, the only break that I took actually was um, when I gave birth to my third child. (laughs) Um, And I took one quarter off for that. Mm -hmm. Um, And then in the end, I was managing a multi-million dollar um, healthcare practice and going to school full-time. Uh, so working about 60 to 80 hours a week and then going to school full-time and then having a newborn and, you know, like all of these things. Oh my God. And I can imagine that. that. <laughs> I actually say that's absolute asinine chaos. Don't do yeah. that. <laughs> so, um, you know, all that to say that I know a thing or two about being ambitious and multi-passionate and, um, being out of balance feeling feeling as though I have to do these things because they are the core tenets of who I am. Yeah. And if I don't do them, um, I won't be worthy of any of it. And so, yeah, I think you ha- sometimes have to utilize and maybe you have a privileged life like what and what I, I wish that for everyone. But yeah. many of us have these stories and things that have happened to us or through us or we've done to other people. And we have to reflect on how that affects us on a daily basis and then use that as fuel to reassess over and over again, what is important in this moment? What do I need in this moment? What will make me feel successful in this moment? And say, is that my version of success or am I allowing someone else to tell me what that is? Okay, that's lovely. Real corporate people, most of them don't get to use their full potential and that keeps them behind and holds them back from getting promotions and success in the workplace. And I believe that the major reason of this is that uh, they have a low self-worth. What would you tell someone who's experiencing imposter syndrome at work, which is a very common thing? Yeah, Uh, And I would say, too, it's very common everywhere, you know, I mean, in, in, you know, every corner of life. Um, I think what I would say is stop allowing your job to box you in, Hmm. because if you think about it from a purely business strategic standpoint, there's no way that corporate can utilize the full amazingness that is you. Correct. They need you to be a cog and use a portion of your ability to fulfill a role. Yeah. So that leaves you feeling off balance because you're being underutilized. And when you try to spread your wings and use some of your talents um, in other ways, you may be taken advantage of if you don't have good boundaries. And also because many of us, because external validation is so important to our definition of success, we fall into the trap of allowing people to take advantage of us because it feels good to accomplish a lot. Correct. It feels good.
good to have people say, wow, I know I can always count on you, which means, Mm -hmm. wow, I can overwork you and you won't say anything. And I would really encourage people to reclaim their life in any way that they can, whether that be 10 minutes, um, you know, doing a craft or (laughs) meditating or going to your car, like literally the simplest thing that gave me so much life back um, was leaving my desk at lunch. Like I ate for decades. I ate lunch at my desk please don't do that. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> because you will never shut it off. Like be yeah. a person, like give yourself a moment. And even if they're trying to work you through lunch, well, first of all, boundaries is a whole nother show, but like give, give yourself 10, 15 minutes a day, whether it be at the workplace or when you get home or before you go to bed, but like, um, you can find 10 or 15 minutes yeah. and those 10 or 15 minutes are not scrolling TikTok. They are not television. They are not um, things where we numb our brain out. They are peace, quiet, reflection, closing your eyes, sleeping, meditating, um, finding a moment to reconnect with yourself. Yeah. The way it feels good. Maybe you are spiritual and you pray. Um, you know, that might not be for me, but I, I definitely do like take the time to, for me, I have to lay down. Like I, I will finish my day, I will go and I will lay down and I will close my eyes and try to be quiet and my brain will go crazy. But mm-hmm. I am just honoring that that's what I need in that moment. And maybe it's only five, 10 minutes, but I'm disconnecting and giving myself space for what I need yeah. so that I can have the energy to be the badass that I am in the workplace. Right. It's all about slowing down a bit. Yes, definitely. And even more than slowing down. Yeah. Because I will tell you, my brain does not slow down during that period of time. It is working overtime. It's about disconnecting. Yes. Connect from who you are as a corporate person for at least five or 10 minutes a day. Disconnect because the all in all actuality, that is not who you are. And we take that on. Like people say like, oh, tell me about yourself. What is the first thing that you say? What do you do? Like, yeah. what would you say if somebody said, what do you do? And you're like, oh, I crochet. Take this on as our identity. And yeah. are, but in all actuality, that is not who you are. Yeah. That is what you do as a portion of the life that you actually have. And then we have these crises because if it's not going the way that it feels good and it's like we're struggling because again a business cannot a business cannot feed into um fulfilling all corners of who you are and that there's good or bad in that scenario yeah so we have to fulfill that and that means that's a portion of what we do not our whole personality yes our career should not take over our identities Right. But it does. That's the reality. It does. So then how do you balance that? Yeah. And I also think that most of us have a traumatic past, which is not healed yet. And uh, we think that something has to happen at the outside level. Whereas the truth is that the healing starts within our own selves. And we need healing, each one of us. And it's not about having some medications. You know, there are energy blocks, there are mental blocks that need to go away to raise our own standards. Yes. 
I, you know, some of the deepest healing for me, deepest reflections have happened in the last five years. Okay. And, you know, for people who are listening, who may be 20 or 25 or whatever, um, first of all, your experience and your um, feelings are valid. And don't let anyone tell you that because your chronological life has been shorter than others, that it's mm-hmm. less valid and yeah. that it uh, it doesn't count because that's bullshit. But I got fired for the first time right before my 40th birthday. Mm-hmm. And it was absolutely devastating for me. Mm-hmm. Um, not because of the job, because they suck. Like, really, they are the worst. But um but because again, this was a path that I was on. It was part of a, like a greater plan to change careers. And it like ripped the rug underneath that plan. Like it literally took that plan off the table and it was just a, an ego blow. And part of it was definitely my fault. Part of it was that they're jerks, but just the whole thing made me feel like less than a person. And also in that path of trying to find a new career or, you know, change things, I, I job hopped quite mm-hmm. a bit. And there's not, I think, quite as much stigma around that, especially with the, um, the rise of the tech industry. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, I, you know, I'm like elder millennial slash tail end of Gen X. And we were really raised that the amount of time on your resume at each job really mattered. And so if, it, if you jumped jobs too many times yeah. that it really said something about your um, loyalty mm-hmm. and ability to conform and ability to get with the program and so that people would judge you. Yeah. So I had this very big, uh, you know, I was very hard on myself about that, but you know what? Like mm-hmm. if you are confident, you can explain why that was the best decision and and I say, use your resume and your experience as a roadmap and like as a, well, let's call it a treasure map. Yeah. Like when you're going into an interview or you're writing a cover letter to say something along the lines in corporate speak, I am so excited to share my treasure map with you. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you this amazing journey that I've been on and all of the pieces that I of jewels and things that I have picked up along the way at all of these amazing places. And maybe they weren't amazing, but what did you learn that was amazing? And stop beating yourself up if your journey looks different than you thought. And start looking at a, what looking at it as um this does not define who I am. Again, this is the the learning a little bit to separate your professional self, which is a very real self from who you actually are and say, this is an expression of things that I have learned, which is part of the amazing sentient ball of light that I am. And um, so then it becomes less shameful and more, uh, you can more confidently say, you know, like it took years for me. I'm 44 and this happened when I was 40. It took at least two years for me to be able to say I was fired. And now I'm like, yep, fired, fired, fired. I got fired. You know, I didn't bother me anymore. And you know what? It doesn't bother my clients. It doesn't bother people that I talk to because it doesn't bother me. Yes, exactly. When we make peace with something, every everybody else can do that very easily because that is that happens energetically. Yes. 
Absolutely. Beautiful. I love that. I love this uh, beautiful uh, way of telling that your treasure, you know, roadmap. It's it's an amazing concept. Ria, would you like to tell a bit about your book and how can we buy your book? Yes, absolutely. So my book is called Successful as Fuck, A No BS Tale of Screwing Up and Succeeding Anyways. And people should know that nobody thinks they're successful as fuck, except for maybe Gary Vaynerchuk. And he is. And I mm-hmm. love him. Like, And maybe Oprah Winfrey like embraces her success. Yeah. But that's the point, right? Like the point is to be provocative, to make people stop, to make people think. And then through these stories to help people understand that you actually are. Yeah. You know, if you say you are, it sounds so simple. If you say you are successful as fuck, you are. Okay. Mm. Um, it sounds so simple and I still struggle with it every day. Like this is a journey of us going on this together and, um, learning these things together, but then also saying like, these are things that have greater application, um, that I can cling to and also feeling not alone. I'm just literally the mouthpiece for many of us. Like I am not ashamed to put my stuff on blast. And I talk about things that have happened to me that have really rocked me and been traumatic and have changed my perspective on things. But I also talk about in detail how I have really messed things up, Hmm. like made horrible decisions, made life altering decisions and come out on the other side. And by come out on the other side, I mean, I'm still here. I still have the option of making a new choice today. Right. And I, people need to know that in the deepest of despair, in the deepest of feeling stuck, that you have choices, even if you don't feel like it. And um, that's really that's really what this book is about. We have things that happen to us that affect us. We need to take accountability, radical accountability for the things and the choices that we make that affect. And sometimes that's not making a choice. Sometimes that's staying stuck. And then feeling like a victim. And um, we always have a choice. It's just scary. So yeah, the book, you can find it on Amazon. Um, It's available in Kindle, paperback, um, and hardback as well. It's also on, it's pretty much everywhere, barnesandnoble.com. And you can also, it's not listed like for sale, but if you uh, wanted to reach out on my website, I do have like a limited number of quantity that I can ship directly signed. Okay. Um, so if that's something that people desire, um, I'm happy to do that with like a special message just for you. So perfect. I love that. Thank you very much for such a lovely and inspiring conversation that we had today on this show, Ria. And I'm sure our listeners have learned a lot from what you shared with us today. Thank you so much. It's been so fun. Every time I get to share and look at this from a new perspective, it really helps me. So I appreciate the opportunity. Thank you very much. And all the best for your book. Thank you very much. So success is not just about achieving goals. It's much about having an authentic vision of what you really truly want from your life and career, setting relevant and progressive goals and intentions, healing your traumas and rising up to live that authentic vision. Are you ready for that? Connect with me on LinkedIn and let me know. That's it for this week. I'll see you next week. Love you guys and girls. Stay happy and safe.
थैंक यू फॉर ट्यूनिंग इन आई इन्वाइट यू टू सब्सक्राइब टू दिस पॉडकास्ट एंड गो टू माई वेबसाइट ऑथर हिना डॉट कॉम फॉर लाइफ एंड करियर चेंजिंग टूल्स एंड रिसोर्सेज बी श्योर टू डाउनलोड एंड रीड माई बुक सीक्रेट्स ऑफ द सिक्स फिगर एम्प्लॉय विद जीरो स्ट्रेस इट्स अवेलेबल ऑन एमेजॉन